visit We are here on this path we walk In this world of pointless fear Filled with empty talk How is it we are here? What I want to say is that I am not a teacher. <laughs> it's written somewhere, she's a teacher herself. I don't feel like a teacher at all. I feel like a sharer, if I can coin a word. A sharer. I want to share. Share what I can see on present evidence. In fact, share facts, not beliefs, you know, because I think the facts are marvelous. <laughs> Welcome to the Urban Guru Cafe. Our guest this week is Catherine Harding. This is part three. I have received some mail, personal mail, after people heard your, your program and said, well, how can you keep this up? It's easy to see what is given. It's easy if you see, provided you look with attention, because it's factual. I mean, you can see that there is absolutely nothing above your shoulders, can't you? It's a fact. It's a pure fact. No one can deny it. No one can say Yes, I see a face or a head over my shoulder. It's impossible unless you have a mirror. And then the face, the head are not here anymore. They are out there in the mirror. So that's a fact. And it's easy to see. But then people will say, yes, but it's not easy to live from that and maintain it. Well, my answer to this is that one must just keep turning one's attention round 180 degrees and look inside. And then it's obvious on present evidence. You see that there is no thing, not a thing here, and at the same time everything. You see that this sense of thing here is a clear aware space and how should I say a container clear container absence of things clear container and then full of a content and the content is all the things of the world the content are the things of the world the container is you here at center and this is clear awareness and absence of things. See what I mean? In other words, you're looking out of no thing and receiving, welcoming everything. But we are you're not these things, you are welcoming them, accepting them. Yes, you are just accepting what is given. You have to, you have no option. Sorry? And I was going to say, 
that accepting of everything it's not it's not even accepting is it it's mm. what is exactly it's being what is absolutely being what is and what may arise may be sadness do you want to say something about that absolutely all the emotions someone wrote to me about the emotions that are always uh, uh, disturbing him and all. yes all this is part of the content it's out there it's not at center really if you look carefully you see that it's not at center it's not what you are it's what you have you have emotions sadness joy everything but you are not these emotions why because the emotions change all the time don't they they come they go but you the container you don't change the clear awareness remains clear awareness You know, words are so limited. As soon as one tries to put things <laughs> into words, it's difficult, isn't it? Mm. Huh. Well, can I uh, suggest a little experiment that is wordless, precisely, <laughs> yes. which I like so much? You grab what the other people tell you are your ears. Can you grab your ears? Yep. <laughs> Hold your ears. Hold your ears. And in fact, at center, you don't even know they are ears. They are sensations, are they not? Yes. Okay. Now, between these two sensations, what can you see? What is there between the two sensations here? Between your when people are your two ears. People call your two ears. <laughs> what can you see? Nothing. That's right. And yet, I suggest everything. I don't know. I have a wall here in front of me. I have some photographs uh, which are in between this. And if I turn around, I can put a tree in this place. <laughs> Can't you? Try. Try to move around and you will see that this nothing, no thing between your two sensations is full of many different things and that's it the things change but but the awareness of what 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 is between your sensations doesn't change does it so i suggest that's what you really really are
And it's the same with your emotions. Sadness comes and goes, but you remain the clear, aware space, or whatever what is, as you, as you say. Huh. <laughs> and you know, it's wonderful, you do this at night. And look at, if, especially in Australia, you must have clear skies. You look at night at the sky, and between your two ears, you have the Milky Way. Billions of stars. You contain them. You will see they are within you. It's absolutely marvelous. My experience is that it is there is love here, or what love? Well, love, of course, this world has been misused. Uh, it's containing, accepting, uh, being, being, and it's not me. There is no me here. It's just this fact of this power of love that has been talked about for centuries that is here inside of us independent of us. It's everywhere. And likewise, the joy. That's why I say it's amazing joy, because as long as we, as we function as identifying with a little person, joy and love and all this are difficult to, to experience. But when you see there is nothing here, absolutely no thing, and this total emptiness, but also that is full of the creation of the universe. And this total emptiness, there is this source, it's a source, it's an open source, the source of this power of the, in, in, in on present evidence, in the present moment, this power of what I call love, but you can call it other one, which is embracing the world, embracing what is, that's what I mean. And then, irrepressible joy coming, the joy of being. People talk about mind and no mind and blah. It's so complicated. I always come back to a simple thing. When we start talking, debating, it's words and words, I always come back to one thing, which is turn my attention towards inside, look inside me and see what is given. You see? See. I always come back to this, and this answers my questions, all questions. And, for example, people talk about mind and having a mind, no mind, and blah, blah, and blah, blah. Well, of course we have a mind already. Of course, otherwise we couldn't speak. You can't learn a language if you don't have a mind. What is this, all this blah, blah about mind? The question is not, is there a mind? It's where is it? It's, it's just to place the mind, and the mind is out there, just as the rest of the manifestation of the pure awareness, pure being, is manifesting itself, herself, himself, whatever you 
want to use through lots of things. And the mind is one thing, but it's out there. It's not at center. It's not central. I am not the mind. I have a mind. And I use it to write, to talk to you, to learn to speak first, then to talk to you, to write, to, for many things I use my mind, but I am not this mind. Do you see what I mean? And it's wasting a lot of time talking and debating about this. I always come back to just look and see, see what is here. And I see that here there is nothing and everything. And the source, the source of joy, the joy of being, and the source of love, but not immediately, absolutely, it's not immediately. And one has to keep turning around, turning one's attention around 180 degrees. One has to do it because it's not no good remembering what has been told us about it or what we have experienced once. It's, we must do it all the time and it becomes a habit. That's what I think, that's what I suggest. And when I say accepting, embracing the whole world with all the others, all the other creatures, and among the other creatures, our little, little oneself, our little person who is in the mirror, who the other people see, and who is for embracing just as the rest of the world. I'm not, we're not putting down the little little persons, they are precious. Little arity is very precious. But we are putting them, we are putting our little one out there where it belongs, in the mirror. And for other people, it's our social identity. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. But our inner identity is aware immensity. I'm putting these words on it because we need words to share, don't we? It's just a question of non-identification. I think already for me, if I sum it up, it's this. It's identification with the little persons, the little person, the mind, the appearance, the acquired face and identity identifying with our appearance. That's the origin of the problems. And not only for us, but for the whole world. You know, sometimes people really do make you angry. Absolutely, that's what I'm saying. My conditioned reflex has changed, and now my reflex is to come back Immediately I can feel I'm not well. I'm not well, I'm not centered. And therefore my reflex now has become to come back to my center as quickly as I can. Therefore, I don't give myself the time to react. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. yep. to, ex to express my anger. Isn't it okay to express your anger? 
Well, it depends. It depends. Then it's freedom. This way of seeing is total freedom. You see what you have to do. Sometimes it's good to express it. Sometimes not. And also it's you have to find the way of express, expressing it. There are different ways of expressing your anger, my anger, I know, for myself. Yeah. Oh no, I am not constantly in this... Uh, wide, infinite, aware space. I absolutely not. I've never pretended to be. And it's, it's just because I know what it is not to be in it and how ill at ease I feel when I am identifying again with little Catherine. Because I know this, this is why I'm so amazed and so enthusiastic about practicing this way. Because it's a immediate access through these few experiments immediate, easy, direct access to what is, what we are. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. You don't have to sit for hours meditating. This reality is, like you say, the only thing that we can share that is true of everyone. Ah, that is a fact. I mean, if you look inside here, you see the clear space. There is no thing. And because there is no thing, it's very simple. And you can share it. You can share clarity. It's very difficult to share complexity. Mm. And things are complex. Our real nature is simple. Yep. And it doesn't Very, mean yeah. that the complexity of life disappears. It just means that you're aware of the simplicity of what you are. Exactly. And the complexity of life looks amazing and wonderful and sometimes horrible. <laughs> but that is the story, as you say, and the story. Can you imagine if there was no story, how boring it would be? <laughs> but the point is all a question of point of view in, how shall I say, in a physical way, I'm talking a point of view, which is either you have the point of view of uh, what is out there or the point of view, physical point of view of at zero centimeter of yourself. And the problems like the emotions, like the events of your life or the story are out there. The peace, the solution of the problems is here, inside. Do you see what I mean? Mm -hmm. At center. What seems problems are, what, yes, what looks like problems to us, or our emotions, or the events of our life, they are all out there. It's a content of the container that is here at center, which is this huge, huge aware embracing and the solution is here as soon as you come back here everything changes it transfigurates your life the life the events remain the same it's just a way of looking at them and therefore of living them do you see what I mean mm-hmm yeah of being lived and being lived that's right Paris you're quite right yeah, it's a way of just being centered always. You know, Douglas used to say, people say that the English are eccentric. 
<laughs> but he used to say, and he's quite right, that all of us most are eccentric. We live eccentric means out of the center. And most of our life, we live out of our center. We are eccentric because we think we are this person out there in the mirror. And we react as such, and we act as such, and all this. And we feel as such. As soon as we see that this is our appearance, as soon as we stop identifying with our appearance out there, and we come back to our reality at center, life changes, your life changes. But again, it's, it's facts to be experienced. I don't want to, to persuade anyone, to impose anything on anyone. problems of life and I have my share and they are very good because the more problems you have the more you have to come back at center if you want to <laughs> survive and well the problems which seem enormous at first they just become questions to be solved period and you are not your problems <laughs> yeah. and you are not the solver no, no, <laughs> it happens, it happens. No, there is no, well, one has to use I, but there is no I, of course. I mean, yes, there is a big one, one person, first person singular, the one. The one is acting through us. Well, the little ones, the little Catherine or little Arati or whoever, we are all important, precious incarnation of the one and instrument I think they are important. I, I'm fed up with hearing the, the little persons put down all the time. You are precious. You are precious. And, and you are an instrument of the one that is within all of us, with, with it, our origin. And you are a unique instrument, Arati. No one has ever looked like Arati. No one will ever. Each of us is a unique expression of the one for a short time and each of us has something to accomplish to do in his or her life whatever it is something you have to do and you are precious i keep saying this and you have to look after your little self because you contain your little self you embrace just as you embrace what is your little self is and you have to to be it while keeping it outside, not identifying totally with it. Just saying, knowing that this is what you are, what you look like, I would say. What you look like, provisionally. Were there any other questions people asked you that you would like to talk about? So mostly people say how to maintain it or what do I do with my emotions well emotions or everything we experience is like clouds in the blue sky they come and go like the sound in silence we can't avoid them we can't avoid our emotions we can't avoid the problems of life we can't avoid 
anything of that's happening in this created universe. The only thing is to see that we are not these uh, short-lived facts. We are the eternal origin of everything at center, at center. This is the, the, the aim of the few years I have left to live, is to share this whenever I am masked to. I never go uh, impose it on anyone. I go where I am asked to go. And the rest of the time, I am most of the time translating Douglas's works into French. I'm now, I'm now translating the number nine and, uh, well, his big, big work, which is the hierarchy of heaven and earth, which is a monumental masterwork. I don't know if I'll have time to translate it. It's very difficult because it's uh, the philosophical and scientific and biologic basis to his way of seeing. It's very interesting. Very interesting, but very difficult to read and to translate, I don't tell you. Maybe there will yeah. be people out there who can help. Absolutely, absolutely. Our people will do it after young people will do this. But I think I want to share this already because I think it's so important nowadays. If the world goes is so in such a bad state, well, it's always been. I've been reading some historical books about uh, the 17th century or antiquity. And it was exactly the same things happening already. Mankind, just like we individuals, do not learn from experience. But what seems to me uh, the origin of all the mess in humanity uh, is precisely this mistaken identity. The mistake we make by identifying with this little person with an actor's part for a short time. And because we identify with this, we identify with this short-lived appearance. And not only individually, but nationally, you know, groups of people identify with their short-lived identity. Then it's the conflicts arise. And it seems to me it's always been like that. So may, is it possible to imagine that by sharing things like the seeing way, this might change sometime if more people could see that they are not their appearance, that they are this being. You know what I mean? Yeah, So course. that's why I feel urged to share this, because it's an accessible way. You don't have to be learned. You don't have to be, uh, uh, to, to have, I don't know, train in uh, lots of spiritual uh, ways before. In fact, very, very often I share this much more easily with very simple people. Immediately they say that, of course. Yeah. Of course. This is the way it is, like children. It's all facts. I'm talking about facts, not feelings. Well, when I talk about the joy of being in the end, uh, it's a fact to me. It's not a feeling. It's a fact. Quite independent of little Catherine. Do you you understand what I mean? That's something else. Before being Catherine, I have to be just being. When the world comes into you, in fact, when you're being born, you're not born, it's a world that is born within you. You are pure 
space for receiving the world, aware space, babies are, a newly born. And your pure being, the world appears within you when you are being born. You are pure awareness into which the world is happening, chaotically first, but then it's happening. And you are, first you are being, just being. Then you're, you're given a name, aren't you? A family, a nationality, blah, blah. You are, then you become, you, you, you become Catherine or Areti. You see what I mean? Yep. So, before being Areti, you were, you are, you were at, at first and you still are being with a capital B. And that's wonderful when you, when you, look inside and you reach this state where you are just being, that's where you find the source of what I call joy. I can't call it otherwise because I have no other word. Joy of being. And the power of love is here also. The power of love is within all of us. You have been listening to the Urban Guru Cafe. Our guest, Catherine Harding. The Urban Guru Cafe is produced in Australia.